0: Yesterday, we learned that in order to enter the kingdom of heaven, our righteousness must exceed that of the scribes and the Pharisees. Now, we also said that righteousness is not really that high. You can read Matthew 23 and see that Jesus calls them hypocrites, sons of hell, murderers of the prophets before him. Well, today, Jesus is going to now show us what righteousness looks like for those who want to enter his kingdom. And we're going to be looking at the topic of murder. So let's read Matthew 5:21 uh, to 26 together. Jesus says this, You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder. And whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka shall be in danger of the council. And whoever says, you fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him, lest your adversary deliver you to the judge. The judge hand you over to the officer and you be thrown into prison. Assuredly, I say to you, you will by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. All right. Now, uh, there's a structure to these sections in this part of the sermon that I want to draw your attention to. Uh, Glenn Stassen has pointed out in an essay that there are 14 triads here in the Sermon on the Mount. And we just read the first one. And each triad has this three-step movement to it. And I want to explain this to you so you'll notice it throughout the rest of this section. Uh, The first movement, Jesus describes the traditional righteousness. And normally it's with something like, you have heard that it was said. And then second, Jesus diagnoses what you might call a vicious cycle that our sin gets us into. And then third, Jesus gives what you might call a transforming initiative that breaks that sin cycle and makes us participants in God's kingdom work on the earth. And that third step um, is really exciting because it means we get to become how Jesus' kingdom of heaven, this kingdom of righteousness, invades this sinful world. Now, uh, this whole section on murder is meant to hearken us back to the very first murder, back in Genesis 4, where Cain kills his brother Abel. And the reason we are meant to remember that is just notice the language Jesus uses here is between two brothers. Whoever is angry with his brother, whoever says to his brother, Raka, if your brother has something against you, be reconciled to your brother. So Matthew is emphasizing this. Jesus is emphasizing this. We are meant to think about a relationship between two brothers. And Jesus is warning us that murder is really the monster that we are all nursing when we're angry with someone without a cause. When we slander our brother or hold something against him. And if you look at how Jesus presents this teaching, he is assuming in this scenario that we are all Cain, the murderous older brother. We all have this principle of sin within us and need to deal with it by seeking reconciliation with those we are at odds with. Uh, Remember the Beatitudes at the beginning of this chapter. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. And so even as we read this section, the question is before us, are you a son of God or a son of the devil? Are you a son of God or are you a son of Cain? Uh, It's also interesting that Jesus actually calls the Pharisees fools in Matthew 23, that section with the woes, and he uses the same Greek word that he forbids here, moros. He uses against them. This should tell us and uh, clue us in that uh, these are not absolute prohibitions Jesus is giving here. Jesus isn't a hypocrite. And there's actually a righteous way of calling someone a fool, which Jesus will demonstrate in Matthew 23. Moreover, just as Cain murdered righteous Abel, so the Pharisees are going to murder righteous Jesus. They are sons of Cain. But this time, that brotherly murder is going to become the means by which all all of our sins can actually be forgiven. The death of our older brother, Jesus Christ, actually saves us from the hellfire and everlasting death that we all deserve for our murderous intents. And that is really good news. Uh, Tomorrow, we'll look at what Jesus has to say about lust and adultery. See you guys then.